Well, hello there, fresh from 2019. It is me, Minnie, one of your lovely dames, and uh, 2018 was great, but it devoured the rest of the dame, so it is just me I've taken <laughs> over. Dame Patrol is just me walking around by myself. Mm. Um, no, I'm just kidding. While 2018 was fantastic, uh, Amy and Stephanie party hardied a little too hard there in the dame den, and with that, their uh, dame drinks. I'm just kidding. They are just a little sick at the moment, unfortunately. So it is just me holding down the Dame Den today. But from behind the Dame desk, you have another voice with me. I have our lovely producer, Dan. Hey, producer Dan. Hey, how's it going? Uh, pretty good. I am the now officially known strongest Dame because 2018 did not devour because me. Because you are the only one still standing. Because I am the only one still theoretically standing. Mm-hmm. Well, hooray. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, 2018 was a really interesting year. And one of the great things about 2018 was we started the Dame Patrol. Heck yeah. So bringing this podcast together has been a great effort on all parts. And seeing the opportunity to look forward to 2019, which we're going to be talking about in a second, is kind of exciting. So, Aw, that just warms, warms <laughs> the cackles of my heart that grew three sizes just the right now. The cackles of your heart. Yep. Yep. That's... On top of being the strongest dame standing, it's because I'm the most sarcastic. That's why I'm huh. the strongest one. Yeah, speaking of strong, we got a strong year coming up with <laughs> events and stuff that are coming down the pipeline for the dames. Oh, yeah. But, of course, before we get into our events uh... and everything, we have to talk about our lovely Dame Den here. We have Empire's Comics Vault, which is located in 1120 Fulton Avenue. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Do I get to do it this time? Uh, I mean, I guess you can do it this time. Are, okay. you, are you ready to do it? Sure. Do you want me to lead you into it? You might have to lead me in. Okay. We have 1120 Fulton Avenue. Sweet, sweet K. K. Look at that. <laughs> Very nice. We're not as sweet as uh, the three of us doing it, but you know what? I'm going to call us the savory sibs. There we go. Yeah. Hey, it works. Mm-hmm. I thought it sounded good. It did. Great harmony. Yeah. Exactly. Salty and crunchy, just as good as savory should be. Oh, man. It sounded like a... Now I'm hungry. It sounded like a fruit snack or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what we are, Eddie. There we go. A bunch of fruit snacks. A bunch of fruit snacks. All right. So you did mention all of the stuff happening for 2019. We have a lot coming down the turnpike, actually. Yeah, we do. Especially uh, movie-wise. There's a lot coming out. Uh, While 2018 was a good year for us here nerds, 2019 is proving to be a pretty decent one as well. It's true. We've we've seen a lot of great, awesome films in this past year, and right now we're in the midst of award season, so a lot of those are getting recognized. But a lot of the anticipation is still for this year coming up because some of the most anticipated films coming out of the biggest names and biggest studios are going to be coming to the theaters this year. They are. And it's pretty exciting stuff. I mean, one of which, of course, is being in Sacramento, we have to lay into it and we have to be excited for it. It's Captain Marvel. Of course. That's going to be fantastic. What kind of ridiculousness is that if we don't talk about Captain Marvel? I mean, sacrilege, honestly. It'd be complete sacrilege. It would be complete sacrilege. And because we're so excited for Captain Marvel, there's going to be a lot of cool content coming out from us, from our brother podcast, uh, The Capeless Crusaders, and perhaps from the network. Who knows? We have to confer with the rest of the council on that, yeah. so stay tuned on that one. We have to go consult with the crystal ball, is what she's saying. So yep. Just to say. just mm-hmm. we're, we're kind of telling about a lot of stuff behind the scenes. We have a crystal ball. We we're, do. We're cool like that. So. Yep. And occasionally there's some uh, Lateria tarot cards <laughs> going on occasionally. I thought you were talking about playing bingo. I was like, oh, I, I got a couple. I got a bag of beans in the car. We can go play Ooh, some bingo. Yes. But it's cool that you mentioned uh, Captain Marvel, because once that hits the theaters, I think a lot of people are going to be talking about that film. But... As well from the theaters from that same company, we're also going to be getting the follow-up to last year's really big Marvel film, which is 
Infinity War. Yes. We're going to be getting Infinity Endgame. In Endgame coming out this year. And I think that's going to be pretty exciting as well because we're already, a lot of us are still in tears when it comes to what happened in Infinity War. And I still can't watch Spider-Man in that last scene without like <laughs> sniffling here and there. And just, at, just, at least just a little bit. There's nothing in my eye, guys. It's nope. I swear. Well, no, it's just dust. That's it's the point. Dust in, in the, the wind. wind. Um, but now we're going to see the follow-up and hopefully resolution to that story. And that's one of the bigger films that I know I'm looking forward to this year. Okay. So. Very nice. Very nice. Anything coming out from uh, DC you're looking forward to? Perhaps Shazam? Shazam looks actually really interesting. It, it, I was just talking about that today with somebody. Shazam looks like what DC should have done when it came to when like it came first, out yeah yeah when yeah it, Shazam is the type of character that you can't be dark and brooding with mm-hmm. you can't do what Zack Snyder did with uh, the first Man of Steel or even his touch in Batman versus Superman yeah you can't have those types of color palettes in this film and it looks like Shazam is going to be a fun film I know there's a lot of people who are uncertain because so far out of DC they haven't had a chance to be you know funny Funny. and and have those instances but this looks like a great opportunity where they could shine in that it looks like a good definitely a follow-up from aquaman that color palette that they started there kind of the more lighthearted feel to Mm -hmm. it uh i'm looking forward to it i am tentative because the super suit looks a little too padded for my taste (laughs) it it does It, It, it does look a little funky yeah, but I'm excited to see the young actor as well from going on being on uh, Girl Meets World to mm. more of a theatrical action flick. I'm very excited to see what he can do. Not to mention, also has uh, another actor that I think you're familiar with, Jack Grazer, yep. who is, who played a really interesting film uh, that I think both of us really enjoyed in It. And so talking about 2019, the follow-up to that film is actually scheduled to release this year. And uh, so we're, we're looking forward to It Chapter 2. Yes. Uh, I hope they still are dealing with uh, that running joke of the placebos. I hope the placebos are still going to be in there. Uh, if you've seen It, you know exactly what those placebos are. Uh, I'm very excited for that. Uh, I still have some issues with uh, the actress, Jessica Chastain. I love her, but I, I was still rooting for uh, Amy Adams to be in there. But There's, uh, we're, we're, She's hoping for a last minute like yep. actor change out of this entire thing, doing the whole Kevin Spacey thing in that money movie that he got pulled out of. <laughs> I mean, that's how Moneyball was. <laughs> Um, but it's, it's going to be great because I think one of the awesome things that it did was the first film, it restructured the way people saw that film because it was the original was made for TV. So it had a lot of hokey, scary parts. It was still great. I mean, Tim Curry was phenomenal. But all in all, like some of the effects and even the creature work on it and the practical effects were kind of ridiculous for the time. Yep. And seeing this last film really just sent my like horror taste buds like soaring and i'm excited to see what they're going to do in the follow-up oh for sure and just the idea that it was like stand by me with horror <laughs> elements yes to it. completely and that's that's what that story should have been from the get-go and unfortunately being a tv movie they didn't get to do that though they did drag it for three hours so speaking of stories that should be uh star wars episode nine Oof. that's one of those movies Oof. that i don't know if i'm as excited as i was before. i am not i'm certainly not no um it's going to be very interesting how they're going to manage this film and although all the other films have been okay this last film was really rough han solo was really rough han and- solo was rough enough to 
end spinoffs. Yeah, oh, completely. Completely end a chapter of uh, Lucas film yep. development. So, uh, yeah, with episode nine, that's interesting that uh, all we know so far is that they're doing a time jump. And we know they have to do a time jump because literally nothing happened in the last movie. Yeah, no, completely. There's nothing of importance that happened in that film other than the fact that somebody ran a space cruiser into another space cruiser. There's so many things wrong with that in the Star Wars universe that we could fill an entire episode just solely on that. But I'm going to I'm going to I'm yeah. going to put my nerd self back into the corner. Back back and- from whence it came. And kind of talk about those some of the other big pluses that are coming out this year. We have a lot of live action adaptations. You got The Lion King coming out this Is year. Is that live action? Uh, that's mean, a really live tree. That is a live boulder. Ex- well, I mean, they're calling it live action. It's going to be interesting hearing Childish Gambino do the voice of Simba <laughs> as he's grown. Um, I mean, but come on, Beyonce is Nala. That's going to be fantastic. Beyonce is going to be Nala. I'm pretty sure she's going to do her own singing as well as the as the lion. I would hope. Lioness. I mean, we get James Earl Jones coming back as Mufasa. Yeah, Earl Grey. Yep. Um, so that's going to be interesting. Also, we're going to be getting um, uh, we're going to be getting the Aladdin. Sorry. Yeah, Aladdin's coming down the turnpike as well with the Pink Power Ranger as Jasmine. <laughs> so I hope she does all of her stunts because she was fantastic in the Power Rangers. How do you feel about um, Will Smith playing the genie? I know there was a lot of blowback for one of the press photos that was released, and it kind of looked a little funky. What are your thoughts on them moving forward with having Will Smith play that iconic role that Robin Williams totally blew out of the water? I think Will Smith was a good choice in that he has—he definitely has his own swagger and he has his own style when it comes to humor. And I think a lot of people have forgotten that with a lot of his repertoire since the 90s. Mm. He hasn't done much with that. Uh, I'm excited for it. I think he does a lot of really good voice work. But on the one hand, I have to agree that image was kind of rough. Why the, why the random top top knot ponytail it didn't even really work well just let him be bald just let him be bald and have the goatee (laughs) and he would look fantastic yeah some of the other more well-known ones out of the big the big house of mouse you got obviously toy story 4 a really big one that i really honestly have to say nobody asked for nope but they're coming out with it i i don't know i don't know how i feel about that but that's coming out we got dumbo which nope i'm Mm -mm. No. No. I'm I'm worried for the children. I'm going to be honest. I'm worried yep. for the children once that uh, the elephant kind of hallucination scene comes about. Because you know. That's you exactly know. why Tim Burton <laughs> wanted to do this movie. That's why they let him do this gonna movie. I was going to say, that man has probably been dreaming ever since he was a child to get his hands on that scene alone and be able to recreate it in his image. Yep. And um, nightmares will ensue. And I feel like Tim And they Burton... won't be before Christmas. They'll be after. Oh, 100%. Mm-hmm. And sadly, they probably will be the bad kind as well. Yeah. So, uh, wet seats and all. Um, <laughs> also coming out of the uh, the big house of mouse, you got Frozen 2. Oh, I wish we let that one go. <laughs> I wish we did. Um, but we are also getting a remake. And I know this is something you might be excited for. Well, you should be excited for. You better be excited for. Uh, Pet Cemetery. Yes. Yeah, that actually looks delightfully creepy. Yes. And it looks like they're actually focusing on the isolation aspect of it, Mm -hmm. which is something that I don't think the original, while great, did not do well. Yeah. So I'm excited to get the isolationist 
aspect of this and watch this family slowly lose themselves. Yeah. As uh, depressing as that sounds, it's going to be delightful for me. Well, and uh, you, you, you're talking about the isolation aspect. I mean, that was all some of the bigger highlights from the book. Yep. And not, unfortunately, we live in an era where people don't realize certain films that have been coming out are based on books. You know, those large, big, you know, the multi-papered themes mm-hmm. that, you know, people end up reading. Those are called books. And so some of these stories, some of these films actually hail from great books like Pet Cemetery. Stephen King is a phenomenal writer. Is he? I, okay. I, I think he's a phenomenal ideist. He has really good ideas. I don't necessarily believe his writing style is that great, but he gives us some really great ideas. I'll give, I, that. I'll give you this. He's a very prolific writer. There you go. That's more along the lines of what I mean, because I know where you're going. Yep. And trust me, I've read it several times. I know the parts that are not no bueno. So, but yeah, I think we have a lot to look forward to when it comes to this year uh, for movies and I mean, who knows? We may actually find our next great uh, uh, heroine in one of these films that's coming up that we may not even expect it to. You know, some people are are talking about uh, um, Shazam being a great film and a great superhero film, but I'm actually looking forward to seeing it for what Beverly does in that film because we know how big of a role Beverly had in in the story. Yep. Um, And if we're talking heroes and dames, I think that's somebody who really stands out to me. Oh, for sure. And I'm I'm very curious to see if they touch upon that sci-fi aspect of it, because that's something mm. that a lot of people forget, is that it does get very, very sci-fi and multidimensional. Mm-hmm. And with the creative crew, especially the sister on that crew, she was very much into the production side of it and the hands-on mm-hmm. designs of everything. So that's going to be very cool to see them deal with the cosmic turtle. Flying space turtles! Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, you know, looking forward to 2019, I think movies have a really big play of it, but also not just movies, but what movies hail from and that's comic books. And I believe comics is having another great big day this year. It is. It is what I like to call nerd Super Bowl. (laughs) It is free comic book day 2019. And here at our lovely Dame Den Empire's Comics Vault, we make a big deal out of that. We love to give back and thank all of the people who come here, all you lovely listeners, for shopping here and actually dealing with all kinds of fun stuff around here. So we are going to be doing another big con celebration in our parking lot. Can't talk too much about everything happening, but we've got some special surprises coming up for you guys with that. Well, it's really cool because last year was my first time doing Free Comic Book Day here. I had done it at other places and coming to Empire's Comics for Free Comic Book Day it was seriously a sight I'd never seen. Like, I've been to a lot of the other larger names around town, and it was fine. A lot of the stuff that was happening inside, a lot of things that were going on indoors. And and like I said, free comic book day. What do you expect? Free comics. Yep. I came to Empire's Comics, and there was a freaking swap meet or, like, whole entire flea market of, like, nerddom and, and nerd badassery all over the place. And wrestling. And a whole wrestling ring. Like... I believe, like, the Capeless Crusaders, David Barry was actually one of the wrestlers in the ring. He looked <laughs> phenomenal. It was so crazy. So, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to this year, and I know my calendar is already you know, marked for uh, a free comic book day. So if you get a chance, come on through, because it's definitely an opportunity to see something you probably haven't seen in a while, and that is actual people having fun at a comic book store what people have fun at comic book stores they don't just talk about how bad comic movies are or like just discuss about which superhero is better than the other (gasps) gasp 
horror. I know. So, which is what we love around here: gasps and horror. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Speaking of gasps and horror, talking about the craziness of this year, we also got a lot of cons that are going to be coming through, and those are one of the biggest things that a lot of us always worry about. We always wonder. We always concern ourselves with because. How do you know which con to go to? And I believe the dames are actually going to be heading to a, a couple of specific cons this year. We are. We are very excited to finally be able to announce. It's been coming down the turnpike for a little bit here, but we got our dame tools together and our utility boats, and we are proud to present that we are finally going to Emerald City Comic Con yeah. 2019. It's going to be sick. Uh, we are also going to the the nerd mecca for the House of Mouse, if you would. That's true. Uh, D23. We are very excited about that one because that is going to be a D23 where they're going to finally probably announce Marvel's next phase. Yeah. Phase five, right? Phase five. Yeah. And, and I think that's going to be a really great opportunity as part of the Dames and part of the Dame Den. You guys are going to be able to get a chance to speak to really great creators and, and individuals who are just idea sparkers in this industry male and female but i mean being able to really highlight some of those and have the opportunity to share it here i know we were talking off air and you were mentioning you got a a ton of interviews scheduled for emerald city are you excited for what's to come when you guys head down there oh yeah for sure uh one of which actually is a fantastic dame uh look up her webcomic she's mildred lewis uh Mm. agents of the realm a great retake on uh magical girl stories actually Mm. it's magical girls in college trying to deal with uh, balancing their studies and going to parties and one of their professors is actually their big bad really yeah that's an interesting look i mean huh i'm gonna have to check it out now yeah i feel bad because i haven't actually read this and so she's talking about i'm like I should have read this before on air. I should have read this before on air. I should have read this before on air. <laughs> but I, you know what? I'm going to be taking the effort and taking the time to actually take it, check it out because I know when it comes to, uh, to the interview, you guys are going to be fully ready and you guys are going to have a good time. Oh, heck yes. And of course, we've got other ones along the way, but those are in the process right mm-hmm. now. So those are going to be mum for now, but expect them to be great like the dames, of course. Exactly. Stay tuned. And speaking of stay tuned, we actually have some great, awesome content coming up in the next couple episodes because you guys are going to be doing a great recap of something that just happened. Yes. Speaking of more cons, we just went to, slash I say went to, Amy and Stephanie went to Sack Anime 2019. I worked Sack Anime 2019. Uh, It's completely different uh, to attend a con and then to also work a con. Mm -hmm. So we are going to be getting the 360 on Sack Anime, how that went down. And also, along the way, tell you guys the Con 101. Mm -hmm. What do you need to know about having a fun and safe con? Because guess what? Those are not mutually exclusive, unfortunately. (laughs) It's true. Going to a con, you think you have an idea, but then you show up and you're like, oh my gosh, where's my pins? Oh my gosh, I need paper. Oh my gosh, I should have brought water. Oh my gosh, a sandwich cost how much? All these questions and more are going to be answered in the next episode when we get a chance to talk about Con 101 with the dames. Yep. And a snippet of that, orange slices and sandwiches are your friend. Very true. Mm-hmm. I've learned that the hard way. Uh, well, one of the great things about Sack Anime is that we have a great shout out. And I think you wanted to kind of give a shout out to our special friend. Yes. Uh, so Amy and Stephanie met someone fantastic. Her name is Sarah. She runs the Ink and Quill. So it's a fantastic little uh, locally owned business. She makes sense based around your favorite nerdy things. Mm. So she's got a scent from Mass Effect, like an actual scent from Mass Effect that I am told sounds and smells amazing. <laughs> uh, Mass Effect is one of our favorite games here at the Dames. Um, 
<clears throat> but she does things from favorite characters uh, to just D&D. So if you have a character that you love, if you're a paladin, here's a scent for you so you are ready to roll and toll and let people know just what you and your deity are about. Yeah, that's really cool because I didn't, I didn't realize that I've actually been buying from them for some time. Um, so there's a smell that I actually really like and it's called Grimoire. Ooh. And it's, it's the best way to describe it is it smells like an old musty book. And that sounds that may not sound appealing to some, but it's but for, such a good scent, though. For me, it is absolute heaven, and I adore it. And so, big shout out to Sarah and all that she's doing, and we hope she, that she's listening and she hears her shout out. Yeah, much love to you, Sarah, and congratulations! Zach Anime Winter 2019 was actually her second con, so I hope it went well, and I hope she met us other people that appreciate and love her as much as we did. It's true. So, yeah. So again, thank you guys so much for checking us out here at the Dame Desk. Uh, this has been Minnie, and this has been our lovely producer, Dan. Hey. Hey. And we have been the Dame Patrol. We're very excited, and see you guys in the rest of 2019.